Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Pastor Farrell Shepherd of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky, and I'd like to welcome you to another Sending Forth of the Light radio broadcast. This broadcast is for Wednesday, December 6th, and today is the wedding anniversary of Missionary Junior and Nancy Messick, and so we pray that the Messicks have a happy anniversary and are blessed of the Lord throughout the day. This is also Wednesday, so that means it is time to invite you to come and be with us tonight here for our midweek prayer service. I've been mentioning all week that my wife and I are out of town. Brother Jimmy Moyes is filling in for us tonight. We'll make that mention again at the end of the broadcast, but would encourage you to come out and back that service tonight at 7 p.m. Pray for us as well that God would bless and use it for his glory and honor. Well, I've been playing a song by the Moyes family each day this week so far, and I've got another good one here. Matter of fact, I've got three songs on today's broadcast, and all of them with the same theme. Amen. This one here, I used to joke, Brother Moyes said they ought to sing this every time right before he preaches. It's entitled, Oh, the Best is Yet to Come. Amen. But I'm glad for the child of God, the best is yet to come. And then I've got a song here, uh, I forgot the name of the group, but the song is entitled Hold On. I believe it's Authentic Unlimited. Hold on. I'm telling you, just hang on, Christian. It's going to get better. I know this is a dark world. It's, a, you know, dark days and hard times, but it's going to get better for the child of God. Hold on. And then one by the Shepherd family, old song entitled Farther On. This one they did a cappella, really blessed my heart, and I hope it will yours as well. And then the message from the Word of God. But as I've been doing, I'm asking you to pray for us. I pray that God would bless us in our travels, that he would use us for his glory and honor, and then that he would help us here, help our church, help the radio stations, and the work of God going on here in the month of December. Pray that God would just move in a mighty way. We need revival, friend. I need it. You probably need it. I know our church needs it. I know our nation needs revival. And so we sure need to be praying about those things. So if you will, Lift up the voice and and pray with us and ask God to help us that, you know, we could have that touch of God and breath of God like we need in these last days. All right, here's the songs and then the message from the Word of God. All right, on today's broadcast, I'm going to focus on sermons on our Lord Jesus Christ. I know that December is when we are supposed to be celebrating the birth of our Lord. And a lot of people get sidetracked on that. They they celebrate a fat man in a red suit, or they celebrate a mouse with big ears, or they got a lot of things that they get excited about in the month of December that I don't believe are scriptural or biblical. Now, I know that the Bible doesn't command us to celebrate the birth of Christ at all, matter of fact, or particularly in the month of December. But what would be wrong with rejoicing that God gave his son? Matter of fact, the angels rejoiced, and they told the shepherds to rejoice. Matter of fact, those angels said that it ought to be joy to the whole world. Amen. And, and it ought to be to us as well. And so I'm going to take this month, and I'm going to pull out some sermons that I've preached in the past. Most of these, maybe all of these, will have been aired on the broadcast at one time or another over the past nine years. But we're going to be playing these sermons based on our Lord Jesus. This whole week is going to be from Song of Solomon, chapter number 5. I'm going to be reading verses 9 through 16, and I'm going to be preaching on this thought. Yea, he is altogether lovely. So I hope you'll stay tuned and enjoy the message as it was preached live from the pulpit of the Island Ford Baptist Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. 
Song of Solomon chapter 5. You know the story. Brother Hall's preached it here very well through the years. I want to pick up in verse number 9. I'll give you the background of the story as we go along. But let's look at verse number 9. They're asking this question. What is thy beloved more than another beloved? If I could say it this way. What's so good about Jesus? That's what they're asking. What's so special about this man? O thou fairest among women, what is thy beloved more than another beloved that thou dost so charge us? And here's her answer. My beloved is white and ruddy, the chiefest among ten thousand. Yea, he is altogether lovely. This is my beloved, and this is my friend, O daughters of Jerusalem. Amen. I want to try to preach from verse number 16 on that phrase. Yea, he is altogether lovely. And so she goes to describing her beloved in verse number 9 down through verse number 16. And she describes his characteristics. And, and as I said, it's poetic language and picturesque language. She starts out by describing his complexion in verse number 9. And she says this, she says he is the fair or the chiefest among 10,000. In verse number 10, the chiefest among 10,000. In other words, she said he's the best. I'd rather have him than to have the other 9,999 that they are out there. She said he's the best. There ain't nobody like him. Amen. And so as she goes to describing him, she speaks about his head being fine gold, his locks, his hair as bushy and black as a raven, his eyes as the eyes of doves washed with milk, she says, and fitly said his cheeks are as beds of spices and sweet flowers. His lips are like lilies dropping with sweet smelling myrrh. His hands are as gold rings set with a barrel. His belly is as ivory overlaid with sapphires. His legs are as pillars of marble set upon sockets of gold. His countenance is as excellent as the cedars. And then when she completes this whole list, she realizes it's not complete. She says his mouth is most sweet. But she says this, with, after all this elegant language, after all this, these great swelling words and beautiful words, she realizes that she's not ever even touched the hem of the garment of how beautiful that our Lord is and His grandeur that's there. And so she just says this, she says, yea, He is altogether lovely. Amen. Other words, from top to bottom, from front to back, whatever side you see him from, whatever circumstance you find him in, he's perfect in everything. Amen. Jesus deserves that praise. He deserves that statement. Everything in the life of Jesus, everything you find in this book about our Lord Jesus is perfect. And matter of fact, everything in my own experience and yours as well, if you've come to know him, is perfect. Amen. Amen. He never makes a wrong turn. <laughs> no, he never makes a mistake. He does everything perfectly, and I'm so glad that he is. Amen. Now, or every other person that you might think has greatness, they're marred in some area. Maybe they're great in one area, but they're marred in another area. In other words, they're, they're not perfect. They're imperfect. But our Lord Jesus is perfect. He is altogether lovely. 
So with that in mind, I want to think about this and just throw out some things about our Lord that He is altogether lovely. I've got five things that I want to point out to you, and there could be many more preached, but I, I just want to show you these. First of all, in His humanity, He was and is altogether lovely. He was God, and yet somehow He was man. And He was perfectly man. Altogether lovely in His humanity. Let me say secondly, that He is altogether lovely in His sympathy. Of course, Jesus wept. Shortest verse of the Bible there in John 11. Tears rolled down His face. Our Lord wept over Jerusalem when He saw sinners that were as sheep without a shepherd. And He saw the destruction that's going to come because they rejected their Savior. Our Lord wept in the garden of Gethsemane. Hebrews said He moved with strong cries and with tears. Our Lord had tears in his eyes over and over and over again. He had sympathy. He was moved with compassion. When he walked up that hillside and, and met that funeral procession coming down the widow of Nain with her only son. Her husband's dead and gone and now her only son laying in that coffin and they're carrying him out. The Bible said our Lord saw that and our Lord was moved with compassion. I'm glad our God feels what we feel. I'm glad he's touched with the feelings of our infirmities. He knows what we're going through. You remember when J. Iris came to the Lord? Oh, I love that scripture. J. Iris came to the Lord. He's got a little girl. She's laying with a fever, about to die. J. Iris comes to get the Lord. And our Lord starts going to that house. You know why? Because the Lord's moved with compassion on that little girl. But there's a woman in that same city. Had an issue of blood 12 years too. As long as that little girl had been alive, this woman had been dying. And that woman came up from behind the Lord and touched the hem of His garment. Our Lord felt that touch. He felt that power go out from Him. And He turned and said, Who touched me? And of course, Peter said, Lord, do you see this crowd throng? And He said, Who touched me? Our Lord said, "This Something touched me. Somebody touched me with faith. And he recognized that and he saw the woman and he said, Thy sins be forgiven thee. And she knew that she is healed that very moment. But as they get ready to go back, somebody comes from Jay Iris' house and says, Trouble not the master, your daughter's dead. Here's the heart of our Lord, the human heart and the sympathetic heart of our Lord. Our Lord turns to Jay Iris and here's how I see it. I see Jay Iris just about to crumble under that load. I mean, he's standing here. He's in a hurry to get... The Lord to his daughter anyway. And this woman interrupts him. And this woman had a need too, by the way. Amen. This woman got her need met. And they get ready to go. And they tell him, wait, it's too late. No use troubling the master any longer. It's too late. And I see Jairus about to collapse under the load. But our Lord puts his hand up under him and says, hang on. Only believe. Amen. That's what he said. Only believe. I'm glad the same God that could have healed her before she died was able to heal her after she died. Amen. He is able to walk in there and say, Tabitha, rise. He is able to raise her up, thank God, from the dead. He had sympathy. He knew what mom and daddy was going through. He knew their heart and he loved them. Amen. Mark chapter 5, you got that? Demoniac. We call him the Gadarene demoniac. Maniac of Gadara, wild man. Our Lord was moved with compassion upon him. Amen. And healed him. Amen. Forgave him. Saved him. Made a new creature out of him. Amen. I could go on and on and on and on and on. Remember one time there's in a desert place. 
And the whole crowd had followed the Lord out there. And some of the disciples came up to him and said, Lord, it's getting nigh on to dinner time. Let's send them away. You know what the Bible said the Lord did? The Lord was moved with compassion upon them. He said, if we send them away, they'll faint along the way. Our Lord said, feed them. They said, we ain't got nothing but a few loaves and a few fishes. And our Lord said, give them to me. And you know the story. The Lord blessed them and broke them, gave them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the people. Amen. And a great miracle was performed. Over 5,000 men besides women and children. And they ate all they wanted and took up more, had more left over than they had when they started. Why? Because our Lord had sympathy. Our Lord had compassion. Matthew chapter number 8. Look first at verse number 16. And when even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And he cast out the spirits with his word and healed. How many? All that were sick. You see that? Our Lord was so considerate. He didn't say, now, I'm going to have to make you an appointment for you. Come back and I'll talk to you about it later. He healed every one of them. Every one of them that they brought. Every one of them that came to him. Now jump over to verses 2 and 3. Back up a little bit. Verses 2 and 3. The Bible says, And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will. Be thou clean and immediately... <laughs> His leprosy was cleansed. Amen. Here's what got me right there. Got to think about that. The leper said, Lord, if you will, you can cleanse me. All he needed was the word. But the Lord didn't just give him his word. He gave him his hand. Yeah, <laughs> he reached out and touched him. Now, why? Hey, he ain't supposed to touch a leper. He ain't supposed to touch a leper. You're supposed to avoid lepers. You're supposed to avoid it like a plague. That's what we say. Amen. You stay away from it. But our Lord touched it. You know why? Because He's so pure that that leprosy couldn't contaminate Him. Amen. He's so perfect. Amen. That when He could, He could invade that leprosy and He could evade that leprosy and He could make it disappear. Thank God. I'm glad He came into a world of sin and yet He never sinned. Amen. It never contaminated Him. He was perfect and now He's got the ability to drive out that imperfection. I believe He touched that man. Think about this. For the whole I thought about that man's a leper. I don't know how long he'd been a leper. You know what had happened? If that man had had a little baby at home, he wasn't allowed to touch that baby. He wasn't allowed to hug his wife. He wasn't allowed to spend any time around his family. But the Lord reached out and touched him. Because he loved him. Amen. He had sympathy. Oh, what a Savior is mine. Amen. Oh, what a Savior. I'm glad for the day when he called out to me. Amen. I was a sinner. I felt all alone. I'll be honest with you. I was all alone. Mama couldn't help me. Daddy couldn't help me. Grandma, Grandpa couldn't help me. Even the preacher couldn't really do what I needed to be done. But I'm glad Jesus reached down where I was. Amen. And touched me. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And made me whole. That fifth Sunday in June 1974, I made my way down the altar. I took the preacher by the hand. I'll just tell you exactly how it happened. I took the preacher by the hand. I said, preacher, I I need to be saved. Can you tell me how to be saved? And he bowed with me at the altar. He just simply, he said this. He said, young man, he said, do you know John 3.16? I said, yes, sir. And he quoted John 3.16 to me. He said, do you believe if you'd ask the Lord to save you, he'd save you? I said, well, yes, sir, I, I believe so. He said, let's try it and see. That's what he said. He just said, let's try it and see. 
So I asked him, I tasted, and I saw. Amen. Amen. I found that the Lord would save me, but it's as if I'd have come to the Lord that day and I said, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And the Lord reached down his hand and said, I will be thou clean. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm glad God's in the cleaning business. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory. I say, yea, he is altogether lovely. Amen. And that's all the time we have for today's broadcast. So we're going to have to break in the message right there. But Lord willing, we'll be back tomorrow and continue this message throughout this week. And I would like to invite you to come and be with us tonight for our midweek prayer service. We'll be meeting here, Lord willing, tonight for that. We'll have special time of prayer around the altar, special time of prayer requests taken from the pulpit. And then we'll have preaching from the Word of God as well as some good singing together, congregational and perhaps special. And tonight we have another guest preacher going to be filling in for us here at the Island Ford Baptist Church, Brother Jimmy Moyes, an evangelist from Tennessee, very well known to our people, will be with us again tonight. We're looking forward to him being here, and so hope you'll pray for those services. And if you can, come and back those up, as Brother Moyes will be preaching tonight at 7 p.m. Love to have you come and be with us for that service tonight at 7 p.m. We are easily located at 1415 Island Ford Road here in Madisonville, Kentucky. Hope you'll tune in this same time every Monday through Friday for another Sending Forth the Light radio broadcast. Until then, this is Pastor Farrell Shepherd saying good day and God bless you.